We are the Wanderers of Western Sydney. Hello, I'm Tim Gilbert, a Western Suburbs boy from Guildford and a proud fan. Welcome to our podcast. This is the place to come to hear all the stories from our wonderful football club. Players, coaches, managers, fans. Our featured Wanderers will come in all shapes and sizes and diverse backgrounds. We are a strong club that is on the move and our people have rich and gripping stories to tell. Welcome. Great to have you along for the ride. Today's guest has an extraordinary story to tell. It started in Liverpool, England, over 70 years ago. Today's Wanderer is Blacktown Mayor Tony Bleasdale. We are the Wanderers of Western Sydney, and it's great to have the Mayor of Blacktown with us today, Tony Bleasdale. How are you, Tony? I'm great, Tim. Look, I'm feeling absolutely fantastic. And you know what? The weather is absolutely sensational. But nevertheless, Blacktown City, what a great place. 400,000 people live in Blacktown. Absolutely. And let's start talking about the Wanderers because it, it's got a bit of the field of dreams, doesn't it? it Build has. it and they will come. And it's for the people yeah. of this city. Yeah, absolutely, Tim. Look, the Wanderers, I know when they first commenced some seven or more years ago, mate, we were one of the first. Blacktown City Council were one of the first to invite them along and be a part of the development at Eastern Creek. And of course, if you go out there today, Tim, have a look at the facilities that the Wanderers have put in place. They are a great football team, I've got to tell you. And in Blacktown City, mate, they've given us great inspiration. They're really uh, looking after the city in terms of sport. And sport is the name of the game in Blacktown City, so the Wanderers may play such an internal part, integral part in the city's development in sport. Look, having grown up in the western suburbs myself and knowing the backbone of the western suburbs, it's about aspiration, isn't it? And there's so many talented people that have gone on to do all sorts of things that were born and raised in the western suburbs. And here's an opportunity for young western suburbs people, if they love the game of football, well, the, the world's their oyster. Timmy, look, we have so much talent in sport. Out at Eastern Creek, where the Wonders have their location, the, their offices and the like, and their training grounds, mate, the grounds are superb. But not only that, the old sporting arena there offers so many opportunities, whether it's football, baseball, rugby league, little athletics, it goes on and on and on. And not only that, mate, Western Sydney produced some of the best sportsmen and women that Australia has, has been uh, so proud of. And they've won gold medals. They've won all the medals. And as far as I'm concerned, as the mayor of the city, mate, I need to ensure that younger folk in our city get involved in some level of sport because of the health reasons uh, alone, never mind anything else. But, mate, the talent is overwhelming. The Wonders are playing a significant role in that development. And uh, I'm very proud as the mayor to say I want to encourage all these young people to get outside and get in the sports field and enjoy and with COVID-19 we're opening more and more sporting fields right now which is great which is great news we can slowly seeing the see the Queen Mary turn on hopefully COVID-19 and uh, the world will open up over the next 12 months what about you what about your love for football because uh, you're a Liverpool man um, tell us about where your love of football began yeah, well, Tim, look, I, uh, I was born and bred in Liverpool in the UK. 
I, uh, I came to Australia in uh, 1962 uh, with 15 other little boys. We landed at uh, Wollamaloo. Uh, but nevertheless, my roots in terms of uh, the Liverpool Football Club go all the way back. Shankly and all the great uh, managers of the Liverpool teams. Uh, my cousin Terry played for Liverpool in 1958 as a main player. He also uh, record for some of the most goals in Liverpool games. But however, financially, it was a no-go in them days. It's in particular when you went and got married. But yeah, Liverpool's played a significant role in my life. I love that song, When You'll Never Walk Alone, You'll Never Walk Alone. And what that means to me is, whatever the challenges in life are, you'll never walk alone. When they knock you down, get up and go again. That's what it's all about. I love your story because you mentioned, you touched on then, that you came out here with a group of other young men because Liverpool was basically, we're only a few years after the war, aren't we, here, and yeah. there's no money. Uh, so you left your, tell us that story, you left your family, a huge moment, you're 15 years old. Yeah, look, we, uh, we left school at 14. My, uh, me and my mace, uh, we went to join the British Army at 14 and a half. Uh, they enrolled you into the tank corps and the infantry at 14 and a half. Liverpool was absolutely nothing but a bum site, so there wasn't much of a future. I could see that as, as a young fellow, but mum and dad wouldn't sign off. And then some months later, my mates went in the British Army. One of them stayed 47 years. But nevertheless, a few months later, I got an opportunity to come to Australia. Now, that was like going to the moon, Tim, to be honest, in them days, because really nobody ever came back, uh, so they tell me. So when people sent you off, they said, well, mate, if we never see you again, all the best. And of course, seven weeks later, some months later, we turned up in Sydney after seven weeks by ship. And our landlady from Paddington, Mrs Ferguson, she gathered us up and took us to a boarding house in Paddington, four boys in a room, and she said to me, you're going to work tomorrow, you're going to school, you're going to work. And next morning she marched 40, uh, four of us up to the meatworks in Paddo where we commenced our employment. It was absolutely sensational and they trained us up to be butchers and meat makers. It was fantastic. It, it, it's a great story, though, but you're 15 years of age. Uh, must have taken some convincing of your parents, and you must have been homesick as well, particularly early on. Yeah, look, uh, loneliness is a terrible experience. Uh, you know, you're in a new city, you don't know anybody. Our playground actually became King's Cross, I must tell you. But they were the days before all the, the mad drug running and everything else, and there were so many colourful characters in King's Cross who would look after and support uh, us uh, any time we went up there. Uh, it was a wondrous experience meeting all of these people. Bumper Farrell, he was the man from the police. If he caught you out after 9 o'clock, my God, he'd tell you straight, we're going to kick you down Darling Earth Road until you get back home. So we didn't mess around with our local police officers. We joined the local police uh, club. And, of course, that's where, uh, you know, a lot of uh, important Australians uh, began their career. For example, uh, former Governor-General Peter, Peter Cosgrove. He was a Paddo boy. And Paddo in them days was one of the most, I suppose, broken down, run down parts of Sydney. And, of course, people would take two steps back when you told them that you lived in Paddington. But certainly not today. Them homes are selling for three million, four million and the like. So the transformation from when I was a boy, from the Paddos and the Darlingers and places like that has been incredible. But today, of course, my focus is Blacktown City, 400,000 people going to 600,000 people. And, of course, uh, I've been in construction 50 years. It's now my turn to give something back. How did you cope with those early days of loneliness? Because um, 
you you sound like you walked into some good things. Like the the landlady was fantastic. The yeah. the meatworks and the people in and around that. And we we're talking off air before. A lot of these guys were uh, POWs in Changi. But what what about as a young man? Look, uh, we fell into the hands of these ex-Changi prisoners of war who were all working in the meatworks. In fact, the former works manager was an officer in Changi. So, you know, we were really uh, so, uh, how can you say, supported by these fellows who'd gone through Ellen back in the Japanese prison camps. And, and that was our introduction to making mates bringing and making friends and one of the first things I did at the local pub at the end of the week they said okay you pommies it's time you bought the beer. So Tony there must have been some tough times dark moments I think most people listening to this couldn't imagine going to the other side of the world at the age of 15. Yeah look Tim it was an amazing uh, thing you really don't realise but I, I always had this yearning at some point in my life to go to Australia. I think what happened when I was a kid I seen that movie Smiley where the kids were going to school with no shoes and of course we're going to school in snow and rain and the like and we, we really didn't have proper shoes either so so Australia always stuck in my mind and that's when it came to me to have that opportunity uh, to come to Australia and arriving in Australia of course meant a whole new ball game because you know you didn't know anybody other than some of the boys that you'd come over on the ship with and so it was a whole new ball game but one of the great moments in my life I went out one day down Woolloomooloo and I, I, I went in a shop to buy a meat pie and uh, this little girl behind the counter and I said look I'll have one of them pies you can imagine I was sort of looking forlorn rather sort of uh, you know uh, I didn't have uh, an apony on me other than being able to buy meat pie and uh, I went and paid for the pie and I, I went to pay and the little girl said no that's okay I thought what a great country this is Tim you walk in a shop you get a meat pie they give them to you for nothing so, <laughs> so, so I went outside and I scoffed the meat pie it was great I thought what well, I tell you what I'm gonna get another one of them and I went back in and a little girl behind the counter I said hey, I'll have one of them big beef meat pies and she wrapped it all up and I went to walk away. And this voice said, hey. I said, what? She said, money. And that's how I met my wife, Nina. It's been the most expensive meat pie a man ever bought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> true story. True story. Uh, you've paid for all your pies since. Uh, true, absolutely true story. Absolutely true, sorry. But there must have been some tough times. I know that, like, um, you're you're basically a positive human being, but what about some... Can you remember some of those early times? Yeah, look, I remember a lot of young men became very distraught. You know, they miss their mums, they miss their dads. Uh, the name of the game is to try to pull them out of that. By uh, Obviously, some of them work with you as well. And there were moments when we had to really uh, ensure and give them that support because they were going through a real trauma. Some of these boys, of course, had come from uh, some of these uh, places uh, in the UK. We had Irish boys, English boys, uh, Scottish boys. First time I often met uh, some of these different nationalities, even though I came from Liverpool itself, which is a great Irish city, as you probably know. But nevertheless, um, there were dark moments for all of those young fellows. Uh, some of them later did join the, uh, the Australian Army. Others uh, were successful. Uh, one of them became a deputy police commissioner in, in the country. Uh, if you look across the board, many of them ended up holding uh, very, very important uh, positions in government, in the judiciary and the police and the like. So, so really, when you have a look at myself, um, you know, through 50 years in building construction, uh, I've worked for many of the major builders at senior levels. Even though I left school at 14, uh, in them days, let me tell you, no one asked for a curriculum vita, no one asked for a CV, they would have thought you were talking about a can of beer. But at the end of the day, most of Australian industry was ran by people who unfortunately never had the opportunity for tertiary education. But let me say, they did a great job. 
and they're still doing a great job if they're still around. But at the end of the day, all these opportunities for me opened up. And I spent uh, uh, 10 years in the trade union movement, uh, being able to represent construction workers. From there on in, it expanded to me working for major, major construction companies, uh, developing major, major projects. So so it's been an incredible time. 25 years ago, set up a, a business that's operating in civil engineering and construction. And uh, the boys and girls in the family, the grandsons and all the rest of them, they're looking after all of that and today fortunately I can hopefully put a lot of focus on working for the people of Blacktown City. I intend to make Blacktown City a great place especially with people like the Wanderers and uh, other organizations that are really taking this city by storm as we speak. The city is growing at 4.6 percent. All the international companies want to be here, they want to come here, we're creating jobs in particular out at Marsden Park, thousands of jobs and mate you really that is going to be the focus. Education, new university, wow. I'll tell you what I might even enroll myself although it might be a bit late people might say but nevertheless at the end of the day we are intending to make sure if you come and live in Blacktown if you bring your business to Blacktown City Blacktown City Council will make sure that you're going to be successful in whatever way manner shape or form we can do well Tony you definitely got a distinction pass in the school of hard knocks we're talking to Tony Bleasdale the mayor of Blacktown City and look your story although it started in Liverpool in England it's a very western Sydney story isn't oh, it it's a western it's because when I say that I mean a lot of people start with the basics here but can go on forever here you uh, were as a 15 year old came out from the United Kingdom and uh, you know you took it from there yeah, look, I, I think the uh, the challenges have been fantastic. What I really do love about the modern era, though, and remember those early days with migrants missing their mums, in particular women, brokenhearted, they never see their wives, their mothers and their fathers again, and now we have technology. You can go on Facebook, FaceTime every day that we can speak to mum, no matter where she is in the world. So, so there was all of those years of hardship for many, many migrants who came to uh, set up the new lives in, in Australia. And, of course, uh, today, Australia, despite what's happening, and I want to tell people, despite COVID-19 and all the rest of it, mate, we're just at the beginning of making Australia great. And it is a great place. So at the end of the day, we're not giving up in Blacktown City, mate. I'm just beginning, Timmy. I'm only beginning my career here as, as the Mayor, hopefully, of the city. I've just been endorsed again for another term by my fellow councils, cross-party lines, uh, both political parties. So we must be doing something. And as, as a group of councillors, we're going to make sure, we're going to make this city great to live. Sport and the wonders and all these other groups, mate, they're really integral part of what we're trying to achieve for our communities. We don't want to be operating at the top end of a building. We're down on the coalface where people live and people work and we can be approached any day of the week about any problem. I'm always available to anybody in the community who wants to catch up and have a chat. And that's the way it is. Is it, is it part of you that wants to give back to a place that gave you an opportunity all those years ago? It is, Tim. Look, I, again, I've been blessed in my life. I come from a very diverse city as well. Uh, you know, whether you're black, blue or brindle, it doesn't matter where you came from in Liverpool. Uh, we never had these issues. Uh, I've been very privileged in my life to uh, sit down with Nelson Mandela himself, believe it or not, when he came to Australia. I was very involved in supporting the anti-apartheid campaign uh, in, in regards to the brutal regime that existed in them days in South Africa. Uh, Nelson came to Australia 
Australia to thank us all for the great work that we, we did at that time. He then went back to South Africa and eventually became president of South Africa. So he's the kind of person uh, who really I, I like to believe uh, is one of my main mentors in, in how do we deal with humanity, how do we deal with each other, how do we put in place the tolerance and respect for each other and the love for each other. And this is the kind of city we have in Blacktown City. It's so diverse, but I'm telling you what, we are one big family and I'm just blown away with it. The way we as a council are able to cater to all them different groups in terms of health, education, schooling, uh, housing, whatever it may be, we are there to make sure everybody gets the same opportunities as far as I'm concerned. And that's what the Wanderers are. Yes. A family. They are. Look, I've been involved with the Wanderers from the beginning. One of my companies, in fact, has sponsored the Wanderers uh, during this time. Uh, because, you know, really, you, and, and then they went on to win all of these major, major cups, uh, the Asian Cup and so on and so on. So the story is only beginning for the Wanderers. How could all of that have been achieved over seven or eight years? It's absolutely brilliant what the, the management of the Wanderers have done. And, uh, you know, I'm delighted that we're still continuing to have this relationship. I'm looking forward to when the controls are eased, we can all get back to what we do best, go out there, enjoy the sport. Football is the greatest sport in the world, as you and I know. And uh, again, I've had some great opportunities. I don't I don't know why these things happen to me, but Pele, I actually, Pele came to Sydney, I had a meeting with Pele, one of my heroes of football, you know, and, and uh, but nevertheless, you know, you go through life meeting all of these people who mainly from Struggle Street have achieved so much and it's people who uh, have really had major challenges in their life and have been so successful whether it be the Nelson Mandela's the Pele's all of these great people but to be associated with them has been the greatest thing in my in my living living life it really has been and being positive is so important isn't it because at the moment there's a lot of negativity flying around people going oh will this ever end it will end and change will happen but you've got to also make sure you enjoy step by step i don't want to get too deep but you, but you know what i mean positivity has yeah. got to be in your pocket all the time yeah look i'm one of them people i i i, I learned learned over many years when you get knocked down climb back up um i know when i wake up of a morning i'm generally out of bed at six 6 a.m. every morning, no matter what. Of course, I only need about four or five hours sleep of a night. That's myself. Um, and I bounce out of bed. Now, you can either determine at that point whether you're going to be happy or you're going to be sad. I generally bounce out of bed and I go, bang, I clap my hands, I go, wow, let's see. It's going to be a great day today, Nina. Come on, Nina, get up. Let's have a cup of tea. Let's sit down. Let's have a look at life. The sun's out. And, mate, you set your mind the night before that you're going to wake up feeling great. And you know what, mate? I do every day. I, I wake up thinking, wow, I've got a great day today. Nina, give me a calendar. That meeting, I got this meeting, I got that meeting. We finish about nine o'clock tonight. We'll probably finish 10 o'clock. Great. And that's the kind of inside running that you have to build into, into your thinking about every day. There's no time to be demoralized. There's no time to be sad for yourself. Uh, but if you do, listen, speak to your friends. You know, the other day we had, are you okay day? Mm. Are you okay? You've got a problem. Speak to somebody. Because as you know, it is a major problem. COVID-19, yeah, of course, it's been a downer in terms of uh, moving around, meeting your friends, doing the things that you normally do, going, being able to see the sport that you're not. But listen, it's not the end of the world. you got your health, you're still alive. You know, and again, wash your hands, stay away from crowds. This will come and go. And I would say over the next 12 months, Tim, we will be back to a high level of normality. I'm looking forward to that in Blacktown City Council. I like to do the meetings where I get a thousand people along to swear them in as new Australians. But in the recent period, I can only 
do 10 at a time. It really is uh, a problem. But nevertheless, I'm saying, don't you worry. It's coming back. We're going to be firing away in the very near future. So all of those out who are out there feeling a little bit down or whatever it is, speak to your family, speak to your friends. And tell you what, go out and have a walk. Have a walk. Go to the shopping centre. Do something. But don't fall into this trap of feeling sorry for yourself, whatever you do. How important was it that you met Nina at the pie shop that day? How... How good has it been to have such uh, a loyal, loving person by your side? Look, Nina has been uh, absolutely sensational for me. Actually, uh, she's a Greek lady, a Greek girl. uh, And, you know, in them years in Sydney, it was very unusual for mixed marriages, believe it or not, in Sydney. In fact, people came to myself and Nina and said, do you two know what you're doing? I said, what do you mean? They said, well, you know, this doesn't normally happen in Sydney, mixed marriages. I said, listen, we don't give a toss. We're in love. That's the way it is. And uh, we never, ever did, let me say, have a problem in that regard. But Nina has been a stalwart for me. um, And uh, she's been uh, absolutely fantastic in anything and everything I I had to do. We had uh, two boys, two girls. We've now got eight grandchildren on top of that. Uh, She's been there by my side. And people say to me, how is it you've been married 52? You've been together 57? 58 years, how is it? I say, listen, as a man, I'm telling you, learn the lessons of relationships and just do what you're told. I love her so much, she loves me so much, and whatever you do, do it together. Don't go away, either, or wherever it may be. Everything you do, be together. And you know what? Nothing other than joy and happiness can be in your life. Good advice. It almost ended for you 10 years ago too, didn't it, Tony? Because so, so what's going on now as, as the mayor of Blacktown City? Uh, these last 10 years have almost been a second kick at life. They, they have, Tim. Yeah, look, 10 years ago, I, I went in for a bypass operations, uh, Westmead Private, and unfortunately, I got attacked by one of those unknown viruses. Um, I, uh, of course, uh, they tried to kill the virus, uh, which was absolutely impossible for them. I eventually um, was at the point where they were just about turning off all of the machinery and everything else. Doctor from Westmead Private uh, or Westmead uh, Public came and saw Nina, said, look, it can't go on. Tony's, uh, you know, not going to be able to recover from this virus. It's just about shut down every bodily organ that he's got. We might have to consider, you know, turning off the machines and stuff like that. I'd lost uh, 30 kilos, I think, in that time. So I was that guy in the corner who uh, was in a fairly desperate situation. Anyway, he came along and he said, look, I've got this experimental um, drug. Uh, it's associated with the AIDS uh, virus, and uh, I want to use it. And if you will sign off on it, I'll be able to openly obtain it. And he, he went on a rage with those in Canberra, and eventually he got the drug uh, very quickly. And I was injected with this new drug, which immediately, Tim, started killing the virus killing the virus and now this is the 45th day when they injected me to kill the virus i woke up on the 50th day i was wired for sound like you wouldn't believe and a little nurse bent over my bed and she said mr bleasdale you've been asleep for 50 days and i couldn't say anything other than uh, you know wow 70th day I walked out because I had to learn to walk again I had to learn to talk again Uh, and eventually uh, six months later I got back on my feet and it's been fantastic ever since when you look at the work that the medical staff did and this Dr Peter Clark and all of the uh, diverse nurses and doctors at Westmead Private in, in them days it was overwhelming and when I came to obviously move out uh, there would have been 30 or 40 staff came came to see me off. 
I was so proud. They, they, they were so loving and uh, what they did for me. Uh, and of course, ever since I've uh, been bouncing around ever since. So again, Tim, I'm, I'm determined, hopefully, to try and get another 10 years of life, enjoy life, but don't let anything get you down, you know, be positive. I've been near that uh, point of uh, not, not surviving, but I'm going to tell you, uh, it's all about your determination to survive that will get you through on many, many occasions. And that's why in the current uh, environment, I'm very concerned about the elderly and what's happening with, uh, with COVID-19. But at the end of the day, maintain your positivity uh, as I did during them days. Mind you, I was 50, 50 days having a, having a nice old sleep, I suppose. Uh, but at the end of the day, the, uh, the health support by New South Wales Health and Westmead Private Hospital was absolutely outstanding during them times. The love, the support for me, family, who would have ever have thought I would have survived it, but I did. Yeah, every day above ground's a good one, Tony. And uh, look, uh, I think having travelled the world in my job at Channel 9 for all those years, you see how tough life can be. The system's in place in this country. Oh. It is the lucky country. But I do want to wind the clock back. How long was it uh, until you saw your mum and dad again after you came out as a, as a teenager? Oh, it was, probably, uh, it was probably 15 years. Probably 15 years. I always remember, you know, Tim, wanting to make a phone call to my mother. And she went up the local pub eventually. We worked out the time because of the time differences. And it was one pound a minute. And I went down to Martin Place. And I booked in for the following week to make an international phone call. This was 1965. And I booked in and I paid me three minutes, three pounds. And that was, that was 70% of my wage at that time. And finally, I went in there and there's, a, there's an operator sitting at a table with a machine, plugs and cords. And she tried and tried. And then eventually she said... Your mother's on the phone. And it went like this. Hello, mum. Hello, mum. Hello, mum. Hello, mum. And she said, how are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And that was an international telephone call in 1965. It was the echo. It was like going up the Blue Mountain. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. And I tell my grandkids that story today. And they say, oh, come on, granddad, pull another one. They cannot believe communication the way it is today. Tony, it's been great to have a chat. And look, I think from a wanderer's point of view, so wonderful that local council, local government is so invested, so on board the whole wanderer's family. Yeah, look, um, the beginning is only the beginning with the wonders of Eastern Creek. You know, there's going to be a hotel, there's going to be a whole range of opportunities. Uh, the old sporting era out there is making history. If people get a chance, go out and have a look at it all. There's going to be a hotel, lots of entertainment. Uh, Eastern Creek uh, Sports Park, mate, is developing at a rate of knots. And basically, the wonders are playing such an important part of making that happen. And I, I just say to everybody who's a wonders supporter or not a wonders supporter, when the games come back on, for God's sake, get along, give that support because they are playing a major role in terms of young people and, of course, as all the people in Western Sydney. So, so we're so proud of our relationship with the Wonders. We supported them because we believed in them and they've delivered, let me tell you that now. And, and for the constituency, the young constituency of these football fans growing up in families all around this area, here's your chance. Here's your chance to, to get out there, be a part of it. Uh, many of the players are born and bred in Blacktown City. Uh, and, of course, that'll be the main supply chain for quite a long time. Uh, and, of course, they, they also get involved in international uh, play as well. But, you know, the record is there. The record is absolutely fantastic, but it can only get better. It very much reminds me of Liverpool, Timmy. Uh, you know, when I was a kid and we had Shankly became the coach of uh, Liverpool, he then built a magnificent team. When Shank Shankly went, of course, it changed a bit. 
but nevertheless uh, it came back again and Liverpool today is just an incredible uh, team with the coach that they have there it is absolutely but nevertheless it gets in your blood mate it, it really inspires local men and women to be involved in a great sport and football is the world sport you know I mean don't get me wrong I love all the other sports but at the end of the day football is the name of the game it's safe get your kids involved in it it's absolutely fantastic Mayor of Blacktown Tony Bluesdale thanks for being today's Wanderer Thank, thank you, Timmy. Thank you, Timmy. Great to see you, mate. For more information on the club, visit wswanderersfc.com.au. We will be back soon with another story from one of our Wanderers of Western Sydney.